Adventure on W4CY Wake up, America! It's time for the Adventures of Pipe Man on W4CY.com, West Palm Beach's number one internet radio station. Here's your host, the Pipe Man. This is the Pipe Man here on the Adventures Pipe Man W4CY Radio, and our next guest I'm very excited about. She is absolutely amazing, and she was the founding drummer of the Luna Chicks, but now we have the Dirty Cakes Band, who are awesome. So I want to welcome to the show, Becky (laughs) Reck. How are you? I'm good. And you? I'm doing phenomenal, and you know, considering you know, I'm over here. I, I'm not sure who's worse, uh, but you know, I'm over here in the embarrassment of the world, South Florida. But I don't know. I think California kind of took over uh, in the past few days. <laughs> what for the for the virus? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm not paying attention. I mean, I am, I and mean, I, you know, I don't go out without. I've been wearing a mask when I've been out since like March 15th because I'm. I was working as a private chef and. I would have to go to the grocery store every day and get what I needed. So when, as soon as I heard there was a pandemic, at least when I was in public with that like crowd of a people, I was wearing a bandana and stuff. Nice. But um, so I mean, I just kind of continue to do that. I'm not, but I mean, I, I won't. I'm not like staying in necessarily. You know, I mean, I have been a lot, but I also got to start drumming up my own, making my own business, my chefing situation happening. You know. Oh well, let's talk about that. What do you got good to eat today? <laughs> oh, no, it's not. No, I used to work as a private chef, but that's not going to. And I would be in, in home or in these places in their kitchen. But because of everything that's happening, like the food restaurant situation is all changing. I oh, mean, yeah. whatever we're going to. It's all about individual, you know. So, I mean, it's like and getting it to people. So I'm going to do more on the end of distributing you know whatever i have so many friends and chefs in la and their food is incredible you know i mean i'm a chef and i can make meals and i can and i'm you know i'm very good at what i do but i would rather spotlight people that i'm just like oh my god like this is the best thing i ever had you know what i'm saying so i want to push push things like that and get other people to know about stuff that i just think is incredible and what do you think is incredible what is what are your specialties oh my god my friend willow and stone cafe in downtown LA, which, uh, they do these incredible Bruce's Buddha bowls, chef Bruce Schaefer, that's his company. And he does catering for film and all that, but that all changed too. You know, I mean, he, he lost like everything, all of his business in like one day when they shut down the colleges and, uh, the campuses and the film production and everything, you know, and he, you know, I mean, imagine how many small businesses like that in, in LA are, are struggling right now. I mean, he just reopened. You know, so it's like I was going to work with him anyways. So now it's just like instead of being behind, you know, making the food, I'm going to make sure everyone knows how good this fucking food is. Really? Nice. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, you can say whatever you want. Don't worry about it. And, and you oh, know, you have to- yeah, OK, cool. <laughs> and you know what? That's the sad part. I think I don't know if still are anymore, but all my friends told me like they're they're pretty much in L.A., you know, doing things the right way. But here in South Florida, I'm telling you, there's some restaurants I, I I don't understand how they're not shut down. Like they're supposed to be at 25 or 50 percent capacity. And like Taco Tuesday the other day, there's this place, uh, and I drove. I was gonna go there to eat, 
And I drove by and I kept driving because it looked like a nightclub. It was so packed and people waiting outside. And I'm like, how did they not get shut down? Were people at least wearing masks or anything? Some do, some don't. This is Florida. No, well, see, that's that's it. You have it's all or nothing, man. You know. Like, I know. And I, I just don't understand. Like, if someone says, "Hey, this will help you and others." What's the problem? You know, nobody's asking you to wear duct tape wrapped around your fucking lips all day. I mean, it's, I, 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 it's like, how do you, you know, Cuomo put it beautifully. You either respect people or you don't. No doubt. You know, we're going through Here. something and we're all doing it together. And, you know, you can get with the program and do the, I mean, really, it really is the least you can do. I mean, I, I don't even think, even if we didn't have a pandemic, it's not a bad idea. You know how filthy humans are? Well, li- listen. You know, here's the thing, okay? Under normal circumstances, people cough and sneeze and don't even cover their freaking mouth. So, like, come on. I thought it was so funny the way they're like, everybody wash your hands. It's like, I mean, I'm a chef, so it naturally comes with the territory. But actually, no, it naturally comes with the territory of being a fucking human. I just happen to be (laughs) on top of it all the time because I'm constantly aware of how important it is when I'm working with food that I have other people's lives at risk. Yep. Not not just me. You know, so it's like, I, I mean, I'm a professional. Like, I don't fuck around. And that's the thing about, like, right now, which is like, the only, I, I, I mean, I kind of, I already didn't want to cook in people's houses and be around people. I've been doing it for like three years. Just, just because you can't really control your environment. Yep. You know, but it's also their house, so they can do whatever they want, but it's like, you know, it's like, it's different, you know, but it, so, and you know, the great thing about my, my friend and my my peer, Chef Bruce Schaefer, his his cafe, Willow and Stone. It's it's the kitchen is the biggest part of it. It was never a restaurant. It's in it's inside of a, a skyscraper in downtown L.A. on Grand and Wilshire. So it's like one of those things where you go through the lobby and you go in the back and you'd never know it was there. But it's like this cafe where you go in and grab something and ready to go and you're out. So he already had that's cool. But out of that big kitchen, where like he was doing all this catering for like fraternities, uh, film shoots. Um, schools, you know, uh, so, so it's like, it's only natural. It was only natural for me to be like, you know what? I just want to combine my business. Cause what I do is work in the field of recovery and supply. And I was chefing private chefing for like, you know, sober livings and stuff like that. And I wanted instead of to just have one client to have many, because if I'm making food for a hundred people, I can be making it for a thousand, you know? And like, yeah. and right now that's the whole thing. It's like, what do people need? You know? So, so let's, me and him combine and just do what we can to, you know, get food out to places that we already know are limited. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, totally. And, you know, going we're on- gonna do we're going to do like crazy pop ups, like like announce it on Instagram and be nice. like, OK, today we're going to be here in L.A. And like one, you know, maybe it's going to be, a, you know, the newest police station or whatever, because we know they like to eat. And hey, who cares? You know, like it's like, you know, people don't understand about police like. Either way, they're eating on the road every day. Yeah. So it, it is kind of funny about the police and the donuts and all that, but I also tell you something else. If, if police are eating at a place, the food is good. You know, it's just like truck drivers, blue-collar yep. people. Whatever they're eating, that's what's good, because they have to eat that shit every day. They can't eat crap. They can't survive like that. You know what I mean? Oh, true story, totally. And, you know, it's uh, it's interesting because I told you before the interview I was I got riled up because I was doing another interview and I got news across my phone here in Florida. This is how ridiculous Florida people are. Some dude got arrested because he was in a restaurant and walked up to a child and demanded the child take his mask off. And when the child refused, he got in the child's face 
and spit in the child's face. If I was the parent, that dude was not going to jail. He was going in a grave right then and there. Are you? What is going on down there? Like I saw that video that I, I um, of the of the guy in Florida that fucking uh, with the the you know the Nazi the white supremacist oh. shitty tattoos from jail no shirt on and all these men and I don't know if it was a gay bar but it's definitely some sort of bar environment all these men around him and he attacks a woman who's who's the, who, the only one who had the, the courage to stand up and spread her arms out and try and stop him from going into an enclosed space and it isn't until he hit her that all the guys I can't see how those guys can just stand around and, and like I don't see any reason why no matter what like, I don't think they're big heroes after the guy went after the woman to now stand up. That's why I was putting it that way. So well, I, I mean, I think, I think, thank God they did what they did. I just am pointing out the irony of the woman was the only one who, who tried to get yeah. this guy to realize, yeah. like, you cannot be doing what you're doing. And, and she bared the brunt of it. I mean, of course, I'm glad those guys did what they did after the fact. I'm just pointing out, like, you know, is that what it's going to come down to? Men aren't going to react? Until a woman actually physically gets hurt, I mean, in, in well, society, it shouldn't have got, law, it shouldn't have got a, to that a, point. A restraining order, unless you've already been attacked. What the? F <laughs> really? You know, like this is all so crazy. It's like, oh, you'll come to her defense. You'll. It's not even about her defense. This guy should have been escorted out of there by any number of people together, men and women, that yeah. knew we got to do something. We got to get this guy out of here before he hurts somebody. That's what should have happened. And we all need to come together with that kind of thinking before someone individually gets hurt. When there's a group of us that know this is not okay, prevent the stuff from happening. Don't act afterwards, you know? Oh, yeah, and that's what I'm saying. You know, it, it shouldn't have even gotten I mean, to how did it get to where this kid, th th this guy could even put his hand near a child's mouth? I, that's how what did, I was wondering. Even, I can't uh, even, if, if, if I saw that go down with, and I was with one of my friends and their kids, this man would have not even been able to say more than one word to my child or my friend's child. I don't have children, but I mean, you know, I know that's, you do not mess with children. Like, come on. Oh, I don't even know how he got that close. That's, that's what, that's my what I'm saying. Is. Like, how is our, how is our society so blind and so much like, oh, I'm not going to get involved. I'm going to say, especially now, like, really? You know, like, you're not going to get involved. Someone see somebody else with a, what is this nonsense about open carry? You know, like, you better, that law needs to go, I don't know, go away. Well, there's open too many psychos out. security guard, not. It's There's too many psychos that should even ha be walking around with a gun. I'm going to go to the Walmart and get some toilet paper. I better bring my AK-57. Get the fuck out of here. I would stop that dude if I saw him getting out of his car. You know, you kill me before I let you go into that store with a AK-47. Like, what the, you know, it's just like, where are people's, I mean, I've lived a long life. Like, if, if I have to go down standing like that, that's okay, because that's, this, somebody has to start standing up, and we all do. We all have to say, no, no way. Or you know what? If it's okay for you, I'm the I'm the open carry queer. I, you want to go in that store? No, we're not going in the store. Let's take care of this right now, motherfucker, in the parking lot. Okay? <laughs> you know, like that's what it's coming to. You know, I don't know what people think, but if 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 law doesn't step in and really start to be fair, <laughs> then then there's you know we're, we're there, there's no coming back. And I really think that there isn't much option other than a, a second revolutionary war because I don't see. I don't see the people that, that my tax money goes to as far as their fucking pay doing anything about it. And that doesn't mean I'm not going to vote blue. That just means I'm, not, I'm prepared to do what you're doing if I have to. <laughs>
Exactly. I, I couldn't agree more. <laughs> you know, and, and I don't even know why we're all walking around, especially if you have children, thinking and realizing, oh, my God, I might have to be involved physically in a war. Because that's what this idiot has been perpetrating the whole time. Yeah, it's... It's not about I, what we the people want. It's about these rich people knowing when Obama took over, it could slip away. <laughs> you know, and it's like, yeah, because, you know, oh, my God. I, okay, can we, can we not talk about that? I, I mean, you pretty much get, get where I stand on that, and I'm, and I'm pretty sure, you know, you're a brother in arms and with me in this. <laughs> oh, no doubt about it. Okay, I'm with you 100%. So, yeah, let's, let's more importantly, let's talk about your music. That's a, that's a better subject. Well, because, and it's, and it's very be- much of a better subject because right now uh, my arms, my weaponry are my drums and my, my platform, you know, to be able to um, not fight but just continue to be who I am despite everybody who doesn't want me to be, <laughs> to be here or have equal rights or, or equal pay or um, even exist if I'm queer, you know. Like, um, so, I mean, <laughs> that's being in Dirty Cakes gives me a place to make sure everybody knows I'm here, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> I, I, and I mean, I, I feel like for queer people, especially me, like Dykes or trans, or that really initially at least stand out, um, we're on the front lines. And we always have been, you know, and like, and, and so, I mean, it's like, this isn't that much different other than right now, the other side has been given the keys to the kingdom that they wanted where they can walk up and kill me and probably nothing will happen. So yeah. that, so it's more, it's like, you you know, and, and everything that Harvey Milk did, everything that all the act up activists did, you know, that shit is amazing. And I don't want that to slip away and be for nothing. So, you know what, it's, it's fight to the death for, for, for queers and any marginalized people right now. And, and, and the rainbow of Dirty Cakes, to me, doesn't just symbolize LGBT, because I'm the only one that's queer in the band, but what it symbolizes is more about, like, the idea of, the, of Jesse Jackson, Jackson and the Rainbow Coalition. You know, it was, it was every, you know, it was poor white people, it was, like, Hispanics, it was African Americans, it was, you know, and right now, everybody else is more than the rich people. So I don't know why we can't get it together under one flag and why not the rainbow? That's the whole point. It's all the different colors and that makes it more powerful than anything else. Well, so we're one race. That, we're that's one the race of the dirty cakes rainbow. So, you know, <laughs> and we're one race. We're one people. We're like humans and that should be it. Yeah. Like, human is human. Like how can you stand in front of me and think my life doesn't matter? How are, how is anybody more superior to any other human? Like, and, but, you know, we're walking around with people that are proclaiming that in our faces. I mean, we always have as queers because we're, society just doesn't, I mean, I've been, I've been called since I was probably out since I was 16, but I probably couldn't hide it since I was 12. So, but, um, but, you know, I mean, I've been hearing you're a predator, you're a pervert, you're, um, oh, and the word lesbian was used to like bully me. So it's like, I never really wanted to connect with that word. I, I connect better with Dyke because people use that as like a put down, but I was more empowered by it. I was like, fuck you. I, so I don't, you tell know, me about it, that. What, <laughs> from your point of view, why does that more empower you when other people think it's offensive? I want to hear it's your It's just like the view. same way, I guess, as rap takes on the word, the, the N word for them. Like, or a trans person, some trans people don't, don't really don't like the word tranny. You know, that's the most offensive thing you can say. Others, take it to, to empower themselves. The same with, it, you know, I mean, uh, it, it's just like the whole vocabulary. Like I said, the word pussy. I mean, who, who, this vocabulary comes from, a, you know, a patriarchal, 
patriarchal society that has existed far too long. You know, so it's like whatever someone else thinks I should be offended by, it's probably a good thing. <laughs> and, and and that's just my opinion. You know what I mean? Like it never bothered me because nobody ever hurt my feelings using the word dyke or shamed me using the word dyke. I mean, I was being, probably because they were so young, they didn't even know what it was yet. And I'm sure, I'm, I may not have known what it was yet. That's how derogatory it was. So when you're a little kid and you're here like queer, faggot, um, gay, lesbian, you know, like, oh, you're a lesbian. Oh, look at that lezzy. And, you know, and this, after a while you're just like, oh, I hate that word. I mean, you know, it took me a long time to, to not take the take the hate of other people and use it as self-loathing to not understand I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be and it's not me you know if someone has a problem with me it's not me <laughs> it's their fucking problem I'm just being me yeah <laughs> you know what I'm saying well that's so, kind of so my I mean, viewpoint you know, that's my viewpoint is well, you know what who really cares just be you that's always my viewpoint it's like I don't know why people care what other people do or whatever it's like just let people be them. They don't. It doesn't have to be like so. You know, I I just don't get it. Who cares? Just be you. Like, and I don't care why people think other people should be a certain way. If it doesn't affect your life, what do you care? What do you care what other people do? It doesn't affect your life. Let people be themselves. You know, let people be authentic and for uh, for themselves. Just be you. It doesn't matter. You know, what makes you happy is all that counts. As long as you're not hurting other people, like all these freaking haters out there, like what is your point of hating people just because they don't even affect your life? What What's the big fucking deal? Well, that's, that's what's so interesting to me about like even, even pro-life uh, people because it's like I would never tell you that you can't have a child. So why the fuck would you even think it's okay to tell me that I would have to, even if I was like raped? I mean, what are you, you know, this is just a law that was, Roe versus Wade is a law put, it, put in place to protect women. What other, especially woman on the planet, and why is it any man's business, but what woman on the other, uh, on this planet would think it's okay to not have a choice in their, what happens to their own body? Like, it's, I mean, it's really bad when men don't stand up for us, especially now, because it's like humanity. But when women don't understand that, you know, as another woman, I deserve... Well, it's funny you should bring you that up. It's funny you should bring that up because, uh, you know what? It's like sometimes, like, one of our networks here is an all-women's network for women's empowerment. And some women out there... I think sometimes are worse than the men against themselves, unfortunately. I've had women use that word towards me, and I'm thinking... Well, I'm not, I've, I've, I've used that word, you know, like, I'm, I'm constantly evolving in who I want to be, and, and it's not who I've been a lot of the times, <laughs> you know? So, I mean, helping me to do that was being, when I, when I entered into uh, recovery and, and decided I didn't want to drink and use because i mean i i didn't think i ever wanted to do anything else but be fucked up and play rock and roll so i mean to be able to come to a place where it's like this really isn't working and i have to do something different that made me look at all the things about myself that i questioned like why am i taking on like the worst aspect of like 
uh, chauvinistic men to try to be masculine enough to compete in a man's world. You know, like all these things started to fall away and I started to really understand, like, I am a hundred percent woman and like, none of this is okay. Like, I just like to wear men's clothes. I like men's fashion. It doesn't mean I hate men. It doesn't mean I want to be a man. I'm a woman who likes the way I look in men's fashion, period. And that's and your prerogative. And guy, that's your prerogative. Yeah, and anybody has a problem, guy, who like, cares? Like, why is exactly, it their problem? It's just my individual choice. It doesn't affect anybody else's anything. But if, but if it makes you uncomfortable, again, it took me a long time to realize, well, that's your problem. Because I'm just being me. And I would hope that you're being you. And you being you could never offend me because I'm comfortable being me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's pretty simple. You know, but, but hey, I, I, I use that word many times. And I'm not proud of it. And I, and I feel ridiculous when I think about it. But, you know, I'm subject to all the patriarchal bull crap that was instilled in me since a child and all the bullshit history this country tries to feed us and push down our throat rather than just telling us what, what really happened and they're letting us make our own opinions about it. <laughs> That's the problem, you know, like it's part of society that really is the poorest and would really need to benefit from democratic ideas and have been are the ones that are supporting this ridiculous hate-mongering, you well, know, as if... Well, how if, about something simple? Why don't we just care about other human beings? Why don't we just care about other human beings? I don't know why that's so difficult for people to well, do. Well, I don't, I don't know why anything that makes me equal to you makes you feel less than. I, and that, <laughs> you know what? That's because of your own problem. It, it, if exactly. you, you know, because at the end of the day, okay, if you're equal to me... That doesn't affect me in any way. What affects me is what I do. So, like, if you're scared of that, it, it's just bullshit. And you know what? what? Like, we were talking about the masks. Here's my philosophy on the mask. Do I like wearing one? No, I don't like wearing one. But if I save one freaking life. You. Yeah, if I save one <laughs> freaking life then it was worthwhile, you know? But I also don't want to live with the fact that if I don't wear one, that I could actually kill somebody by not wearing one. Why do I want to live with that? You know, and it, that's what, I think that's what these people don't get. The mask is not about you. Like, they all come up with these theories like, oh, you know, the, the virus is so small, the mask doesn't help. No, the mask helps other people, and it, it stops you from, if you're going to cough or sneeze, from doing it in somebody's face. So what's the big deal? It, like, how much do we really have to wear the mask to the average person? Like, you're in the hospitality business. You may have to wear it more than me. A doctor may have to wear it more than me. But me, I have to wear it like 1% of my day because it's only when I have to walk into a public place. So why are we making a big deal about it? I don't get it. And, you know. Because, because there's, the us, cause there's people that know that it's about us and there's people that think it's only about them. There's yeah, the you no and doubt. there's the us. And the us is everyone else. The you is I'm entitled. I'm special. I don't have to do anything. I really don't care about you. You know, to me, there is no us. <laughs> there yeah. is, that's like the Nine Inch Nails song. There, there <laughs> is no we. There is only you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there is no us. Well, there there's a no good thing. Us. But you know, that, that's the whole problem with the U.S. I mean, it's so funny. The U.S., us. Yeah. The United States, it's us. You know, 
why don't we learn history, the Revolutionary War, taxation without representation? Hey, man, it's on. I am very sick and tired of, you know, I get these emails every day like, oh, give money, give money. I'm, I'm down with Nancy Pelosi, whatever, but where do you think I have money at to give you money? Hey, hey, you know what? All those taxes that I'm paying every month because I am a small business, guess what? Why don't? Why doesn't the taxpayer money that's registered as a Democrat? Why doesn't all that money go to the Democratic Party? Yeah. You know, we've been doing this wrong the whole time. You're taxing me, but because the other guy won, I still have to fucking in sub, financially support their agenda. Get the fuck out of here. My money should go to who I voted for, whether they won or not. You know, that's, that's a good who I point. Want to be affiliated with. That's a good you know, point. And if it's an independent party, then that the way it should be. If you're going to take my money as a government, then where is my representation on any level that I pay for? This is all crazy, man. I, and, you know, that's a great point. And I'll tell you what, I also sometimes have a philosophy, maybe there should be two presidents because we're such a divided country anyway. You have one that is for one side and one that's for the other side, so everybody well, you know is covered. I, co- I completely don't understand why during the election with Hillary, when when she won the nomination, why she just didn't immediately say, you know what, I'm going to have Bernie be my VP. I want to work with this guy. I hear that you like what he says. That would have, that's it. We would have won. Yeah, you're right. Well, I mean, I, I hear I hear what you're saying, but if our own benefit is the party that I entrust because of their core values are basically mine, and only in the sense that, like, spread the wealth around, give everybody a chance, make it make women equal on every level to men in the world, if, if, and fight for it in the rest of the world, and do it here, and, um, you know, free, freedom of choice, of course, in, in everything, marriage, uh abortion whatever you know we we get to decide what we want to do personally in with our own bodies you know but but like i said yeah it's it's like they don't if they can't get together and on that if they didn't see that that was the obvious thing to do i don't know what to say i mean obviously i'm gonna vote blue but joe biden really okay you know like <laughs> you know, pick bernie pick bernie to be your vice president like what's wrong with it you know what's what it's so Here, here's my viewpoint so obvious. here's my viewpoint 319 million people and these are the two best we can come up with yeah right <laughs> but whatever it, I, we know why we know why but it's not it's yeah and why do we keep putting people in there that are 70 plus how does that represent the future of america i don't understand well, well, that's just my whole point about, like, um, like Alexander uh, Ortiz, you know, AOC. I, you know what? She, I wish I could say, okay, the taxes that I'm paying you, I want it to go directly to her. That's the future I want. Thank you. You know, anybody involved in government should be able to profit from taxpayers. If you're repres- – I mean, I guess that, you know, it's supposed to be happening like that, but you know what I mean. Like, yeah. it's just – it's just like I do spend I, – I pay a lot of taxes. So when, when, when I see stuff that goes directly against who I am as an American, it's like, then you don't get my money anymore. Why am I going to support you to tell me I can't – I have if I ever got – I'm 50. Oh, yeah. Not like, so, but it doesn't matter. I'm, I'm talking about other women, you know, like other women. Is this is – you know, I'm going to fight for women until the day I die. I'll fight for queers until the day I die. You know, like I'm sick of, 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 of you know – 
paying money to a government that doesn't give a shit about me. That wants to see me dead now. They're passing laws that could kill me. That's but, ridiculous. And, and Black Lives Matter. Jesus Christ. I'm so proud of the youth today that are protesting. I mean, I've never felt... I mean, I really was like, oh, I shouldn't go. I, would, I, I couldn't not go, brother. I can feel the energy, you know, like pulling me there because that, this is real. They, everybody's starting to realize how fucked up it is, you know? Yeah, yeah, well, hopefully... We will see some kind of change, because I'll tell you what, I already renewed my passport in case I got to get out of Dodge on November 5th. <laughs> I have my passport, but they're not going to let us go anywhere, and I don't blame them. I wouldn't want Americans coming near me. Yeah. The rest of the world is like, you're, this is, <laughs> what a bunch of idiots. You know, like, you can't even get it together to save other Americans. Like, Well, you know, beyond, here's something you know, interesting ridiculous. for you. When Trump first got elected, I went to Europe for four months to just watch from afar. And uh, I was hanging out in, in Copenhagen. And I was with, like, eight other people from all walks of life. And guess what? We were all having a conversation with differing, uh, different opinions and, and issues. And nobody was arguing. Nobody was attacking. And, like... One of the Danish girls, she was like, you know what? I like how our country is because the way I feel, and, you know, everybody likes to say, oh, we pay too much in taxes, but it's like my viewpoint is why should I have two cars if my neighbor has only one? I believe that I should share with my country people. And I'm like, oh, my God, what a philosophy, right? Like, why can't anybody else think like that? Well, I have no idea, but I, I'm actually – talking to a friend of mine from 34 years ago, because I lived in Brussels, Belgium in 1986. Nice. And I, I left after Reagan. I was like, this is, you know, I, I thought that election was rigged. <laughs> so I, I left after that. And, and I mean, I also wanted to move, but I mean, I definitely remember thinking, Reagan, oh my God, I'm out of here. <laughs> but You know what's but, uh, funny so about I, that? I, I is never... <laughs> Reagan would have voted against Trump. That's what's funny about that. Of course, that's now, but we're talking then. <laughs> I know. No, I know, but that's what's—that's how bad it is now that Reagan would oh, have been against Trump. <laughs> He'd kick his ass. He'd go up there with another army and just drag his ass out of there, of course. would <laughs> never would have gotten to that. People would, but anyways, so, um, but I played in a gospel band called La Muerte, and they're still playing, and they're really big. And uh, if you live in the Netherlands, you might have heard of them, but, but anyways, um, she lives in Portugal, and she also lives in Brussels, so she's back and forth. I would, I have my passport. I would love to be able to go to either of those places. And the fact that even if I went to London, if I wanted to cross over in there now because of Brexit, I have to go through a border, whereas before I would have just crossed the channel, gone to Europe. Yeah. It's all so stupid. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. I don't see them letting us into Europe anytime soon, brother. Although anywhere. <laughs> They're not laying us anywhere. I go to Costa Rica all the time, and they don't want us there right now. So well, what does you, that tell we will, you? We will keep in touch so that when we're allowed to, I will join you on your flight to the Netherlands. And then from there, I'll go wherever. Because I, I love having people to travel with on a 16-hour flight. There you go. <laughs> oh, you're coming from Florida. We'll have to meet somewhere. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, but I'm always in L.A. too. So maybe I'll come to L.A. and we'll go from L.A. That sounds cool. Yeah, I'm, I would, I would love, I mean, I used to always, I never used to think America was a shithole. I mean, I just, I was, I thought, whatever, you know, I can get my hustle on here. I'm American. You know, I'm, I'm proud to be American. It's not about that. I mean, whatever, the American that I am, the, the America that I know, that, it, that, that, would, that does support queers and you can be whoever you want and all that shit. 
But but now when I think about inviting my friend from Portugal who lives in Algarve, it's like, I'm not going to invite her here. She'd be like, this place is a fucking shithole. Not California. But California is beautiful and the coast and everything. But still, the way people are, like, it's so fucking rude and stuff. I do remember that, you know? Oh, yeah, no doubt. And, and you know... <laughs> It'd be a, and now I walk around and I just think, God, look at this. This, I, I mean, I know from afar who would kill me in a minute. You know what I mean? And it's, yeah. And it's just, and now it's like they have permission to. Well, so it's like, well, oh, you know, uh, Orange Head gave these haters a voice. That's the problem. Of he, course. You know. Well, he gave them permission. He yeah. gave them permission to be assholes because he knows without them, that's his last line of defense is to throw these buffoons in front of the gunfire. Well, <laughs> here's the go. funniest so, part. <laughs> here's the funniest part. These idiots are such idiots that the people that are his supporters are the people he respects probably the least, you know? And it, of like, course, it's a joke. That's what I mean. He knows they'll die for him because <laughs> they're stupid. <laughs> I mean, and, I mean, <laughs> I mean they're stu- and I don't mean they're individually stupid. I mean, for following whatever he's selling, that is stupid, and that's what he's banking on. You know oh, yeah, I mean? well, think about it. He, that- he can sit there, and he says, he admits it, he goes, I could kill a baby, and they'll still vote for me, and he's freaking right. You know that? Well, that's why, that's why my whole thing is, you know, on top of everything, why is the Democratic Party every single day asking me for money when, it, when every single month for the last three years I've been paying taxes? Because there's so much, I can't pay them all at once. I mean, we're talking three years of a couple hundred bucks a month. Yeah. And, and you're sending me an email that you want me to give donate ten dollars so you can fight Trump. I, I mean, it's like, where's the, who has all my money from the last three years? <laughs> What's that paying for? How much what, money are they putting up? How much? How much are you? How much of my is all my money going to Trump? Because he's a crook and we know it. Oh so, yeah. What? So I mean, right now the Catholic Church, I saw that they got like billions of dollars from that bailout. Separation of church and state. They don't even pay taxes. Why are they getting my tax money? I, I can't. I mean, I want to throw up everything. When is somebody going to form us and say, this is what we're going to do, everybody. Let's go. We're going to do it. Like, I'm sorry, but, you know, a, a coup needs to happen or something. Yeah, well, Cause I, I, I thought it would have happened by I will, now. I will go broke. I will go broke having supported a criminal agenda as what? an American. And everybody else will, too. Unless you're elite and super filthy fucking rich. Well, and I see what's coming is like labor camps, uh, debtor, debtor prison where they get free label, free labor like yep. it was. You know, if, if all of us are in debt, then we can all have a reason to put us in jail, debtor's prison, and they have free labor. All these giant, manu- giant fucking companies all of a sudden don't have to pay their workers even. That's, to me, what the future of America is. Okay? And it's... <laughs> It's not that far away, and it's not, a, and I don't consider myself a conspiracy. I just see, like, huh, what what could be the consequence ultimately? Well, yeah. it's not going to be rich pe- a consequence to rich people, that's for sure. So let's wrap it up, because I got something going on in a few minutes, another interview in a few minutes. And why don't you give a shout-out for your band and uh, connecting with the band and getting all your merch and listening to you guys and all that good stuff. Well, fortunately, we're on all those social platforms, Instagram uh, is, is the best place to follow us. Cause, but, but Charlie is a lot, uh, very heavy on the politics and making sure uh, people see what's going on that, that, that he feels is newsworthy and, and fact-checking correct. So that's the best place to follow us at, and you'll know everything that's going on. But uh, we also, you can subscribe on YouTube and see our, our videos and stuff like that. And our merch, you can get that through, uh, I think Bandcamp has our music, and you can get merch through there as well as Instagram. 
I we're on Spotify too. So that's it. Dirty Cakes. Yeah, check it out. Um, follow the rainbow. The rainbow is everybody else. Nice. All right. Well, you keep on speaking out for us, and you keep on pounding those drums for us too. You got it, man. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Same here. Okay. Later. Thank you for listening to the Adventures of Pipe Man on W4CY Radio.